music takes off your sleeves, comes together. This episode is all about music. Well, more to the point, branding. When you think of podcasting, you probably imagine dull, poor quality, distorted conversations being held between people you'd never ordinarily listen to, even if they were in the same room. But there's another side to podcasting, and it might surprise you. I'm Neil from Podnose Productions, and it's my goal to help you ignore the static, edit out the misinformation, and learn the truth about how to make a noise in your space. This is Your Business Needs a Podcast. Your show's audio branding is probably one of the most important aspects of your show. And it's amazing how so few podcasters are even giving it all that much thought. Don't make the same mistake as them when starting your podcast. You've got to nail this down if you're going to make an impact. You know what I'm talking about when I say audio branding, right? Okay. You know that noise that makes up the recognizable melody that tells the ears of your intended target that it is indeed you and your show that they're hearing? There's more to intro music and all the audio that you choose to include than just a nice, catchy little theme tune to break up the voices and make you sound more polished. The music also acts as a recognisable signpost for who you are and all you're about. Here, let me play you something. So right now, you're probably thinking about eating a juicy quarter pounder while driving in your new car that you just managed to scrape together the deposit for. And you're probably excited about watching the next episode of that Tiger King show that absolutely everyone was banging on about throughout lockdown and which you've still not got around to watching. That bitch baskin. So now you know that you need audio for your brand. So what should you go for? Wait, stop. Don't just rummage through your favorite CD collection. You're not allowed to use that 12-inch version of David Bowie's Little Wonder, much as you love that drum break. And who wouldn't? It's copyrighted music. And the music lawyers are constantly bored and want something to do other than salivate over 90s Britney Spears records. In radio, stations have to sign up to agreements with music licensing bodies. Once they do this, record labels are able to collect royalties for their artists. It works out at something like 0.0000000000007 pence per track each time it's played. Okay, I'm exaggerating for sarcastic effect. But obviously, over time, the playing of these songs mounts up for radio stations. If you think about how many songs per hour these stations are playing nowadays, particularly since they got rid of all of us radio personalities, it makes sense. Not bitter. Anyway, my point is the fact that such a body doesn't yet exist for podcasts is very frustrating and a shame, but it is what it is. And as a brand with a hopefully at least semi-professional image, 
you won't want to be getting in trouble for featuring music you're not legally allowed to. Unlike me, who is about to play an absolutely huge mega hit from the charts right now because I am Maverick. Suck on that, record industry! You're going to have to put in a little bit of extra effort if you want to have music on your podcast. This means you've got two options. Either you hire a premium podcast producer like myself who can actually create that music for you, or you buy a track from one of the many royalty-free music services like Pond5. Either way, you'll have express permission from the composer, me or good old Pondy, to use our creative works at an agreed one-off price. There are some minor exceptions to the blanket ban on using well-known music. Some classical music is now in the public domain due to the laws of copyright expiring after 50 years following the death of the composer. Basically, the older the piece, the more chance you're free to use it in your podcast. But back to using more modern sounding music, you'll have to do your research when hunting out a suitable track to use from one of those royalty-free websites. Most are legit, but there are also a lot of shady sites out there which claim to be covered but don't have any of the existing licenses in place. Now, of course, if I really like you because you're one of my regular clients, you'll get my own custom music for next to nothing, if not actually included free of charge in your package. If you're not a paying customer, there will be a little charge, but you'll get great music that's customized to your brand sound rather than having to choose the closest possible match on one of those sites. When you're thinking about intro music, you really need to be considering not your own taste, but the tastes of your listener. This means you're going to need to understand who they are as a person. What music are they into? What do they like to listen to when not listening to podcasts? For example, if you're doing a podcast about financial futures, you probably won't want to use death metal. I mean, sure, there are some financial futurists who probably love nothing more than to throw urine around at a Rammstein concert, but there will be far more who like nice, soothing classical sounds while gently rubbing the seams of the seats in their jag. It's about being self-aware in it. Also, consider whether you want some mood-enhancing sound in your show. There are a number of usable sound effects available in YouTube's sound library. These are fair game for podcast use. They've been uploaded for creators, but they can be a bit naff, so exercise some judgment. There are some sound effects libraries that are available online. You could also use some advanced techniques, which I'd be happy to share with you during a coaching call sometime. Just book it in with me using either my site or any of the social channels for Podnos. So good luck and remember, do your research and whatever you do, don't just go dry. You don't want to sound like you recorded your podcast on your phone, do you? Okay, Google, find me a surprising podcast of the day. Okay, here's the surprising podcast of the day. The surprising podcast of the day is a wonderfully odd concept. Do a dentistry show and casually mention dentist stuff in passing. Kidding. It mentions a lot of dentist stuff, but it also talks about a lot of other stuff as well, including 90s hip hop. 
you kind of have to hear it to get it. This clip from Dental Hacks is two different sections taken from the same episode just a minute or so apart. I uh, was a pretty big fan of like the whole kind of the G-Funk era, like um, EPMD, Digital Underground, some of those kinds of bands. And so my favorite Digital Underground track was actually, it's not their like popular Humpty Dance one. I liked uh, the song Freaks of the Industry. It's oh, just, yeah. it's, 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 it's hilarious. It's, it's lewd. We're going to talk about the fact that there's been some deals that have started to form in this post COVID era of, you know, supply companies starting to sell things and offer some you know, discounts and deals to stimulate their own personal economy. So I know some deals have started to form for you. So you kind of get the idea, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but definitely worth checking out dental hacks. If you're into your dentistry or perhaps not, that's it for another episode. Ah! Oh no, don't you worry. Episode three is next. And in that one, we'll be covering interviewing. And having listened to a lot of shows, I suggest that if you are starting a podcast, this is one you'll definitely be wanting to listen to. Until next time, see ya! Productions.